This is Thriving Thoughts, a podcast that teaches you how to change your thoughts so you can change your life. I'm Dr. Sherry, clinical psychologist turned thought coach. In each five-minute episode of the Thriving Thoughts podcast, we will discover one lie we believe about ourselves, others, or the world that lures us into a surviving mindset. Then we'll learn the truth that leads us into a thriving thought world and to bring Bridge the gap between knowing and doing, I'll teach you one practical thought tool you can start to use right away. Consider me your personal thought coach and each episode your personal thought coaching session. I want you to thrive, to grow, flourish, and prosper. And here's your first truth. If you want to thrive, you have to choose to do the work, the daily deliberate work of changing the way you think so you can change your life. Welcome to the Thriving Thoughts community. Let's get ready to speak truth over the lies so we can thrive in any and every circumstance. It was Christmas Eve, 6.30 p.m., and the lines at Kmart were long, despite the store having closed at 6 p.m. I was 18 and working as a cashier to make ends meet after I dropped out of college. Yep, it's okay, parents. Everything will be just fine. We had six available registers, and my manager stationed me on the one register that didn't have a functioning UPC scanner. Nor did it have a quantity key, which increased efficiency when ringing up multiples of the same item. My fingers worked at lightning speed, I tell you, as I punched in 12 digits for every item. One customer stood out to me as she showed up in my line with at least 50 individual artificial flower pieces. Even then, I held my own, striking keys to the fast beat of Christmas tunes overhead, and then I heard it. Unmistakable sighs of frustration from the next customer in my line. There she stood, cart full of toys, mumbling under her breath, tapping her foot and looking at her watch. Game on, I thought, continuing to smile as I closed out crafty flower woman's sale and sent her on her merry way. Miss Grumpy McGrumperson wheeled up to my counter and with a big exhale exclaimed, It's about time. You're slower than molasses. I'm going to pause the story right there. At the point of confrontation, you may be one of those who says that you hate confrontation and you avoid it at all costs. I believe the reason we avoid confrontation is because we mistakenly equate it with self-advocacy. In other words, we believe the lie that if we stand up for ourselves, we are putting ourselves in a confrontation. When I think of confrontation, honestly, I squirm a little bit. It feels icky. That's a specialized clinical word, by the way, to even think about it. And that's because I believe we've been taught, particularly us women, to be passive, to put other people's needs over our own, even if it hurts us. So we come to view sharing our opinion or needs as confrontational because we've been programmed to consider the other person's needs over our own. And if we were to say that we needed something contrary to what the other person needs, then we'd be stepping on their toes. Gasp and clutch your pearls. This brings us to the truth of assertiveness. Assertiveness is a fancy word for self-advocacy. I have to wonder what your initial physical reaction to the word is. What's the first associated word that comes to mind when I say She's assertive. Do you have positive connotations with that? Or have you trained your brain to believe the lie that assertiveness means aggressiveness? Picture a seesaw. At either extreme are the volatile communication styles of passive and aggressive. Those are the seats at the end. 
Passivity means you don't get your needs met because you put the needs of others ahead of yours. You don't even consider your own. Aggressiveness, alternatively, is when you consider only your needs and want to quash the needs of others. Assertiveness, the balanced center, means I get my needs met without stepping on your toes or permitting you to step on mine. Back to Miss Grumpy McGrumperson. As soon as she began to berate me for being slower than molasses, I replied by smiling at her, punching the lock terminal key on my register, and walking away. Walking toward my manager, I said I'm not ringing her up, to which he asked other cashiers to step in. Every one of them followed my lead and said no. The manager ended up checking her out himself. What I did was communicated assertively. I communicated my needs by extricating myself from the situation. I smiled at her and did not return her verbal assault. In that moment, I was assertive. There was simply no confrontation involved. What I did was a risk. Yes, I could have gotten fired. I wasn't. I could have gotten reprimanded. I was. I could have been called names. I'm certain Miss Grumpy had some choice ones after she collected herself from the shock of me walking away. My question to you is, are you willing to risk losing a job, a relationship, a position, a friend, or even being called names? You see, that's what it takes to be assertive, to advocate for yourself. Don't believe the lie that assertiveness equals confrontation. Believe the truth that you owe it to yourself to be your number one advocate, because if you don't, someone else's voice will take over yours. Share the love and share the show by tagging at Dr. Speaks on your Instagram story and using the hashtag Thriving Thoughts with Dr. Sherry. Speak truth over the lies and you will thrive in any and every circumstance.